Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Hustle Like Hannah, your how-to guide on turning your creative side into a business opportunity. Morning hustlers, happy Monday. I hope you're doing okay. I hope you're staying safe and staying sane and I hope you had a good weekend, whatever you got up to. So in terms of what happened during the week last week, it wasn't really that exciting to be honest. I've just completely stopped watching the news now because I found that it's just it's so depressing. It's the same stuff every day and I don't need that negativity in my life right now. We're all about positivity here on Hustle Like Hannah, aren't we? But on a more positive note, I mentioned in last week's episode that it was the Podcasting for Business Awards 2021 on Tuesday. And those of you that follow me on Instagram and Facebook, you'll have seen me sort of uploading a few stories about it. It was a really good night. Lindsay, who was hosting it, oh, she did a phenomenal job. She put this all together. It was done as like a Facebook stream. You can still view it now, I believe, on Facebook. And there were so many people in attendance and all the people that won were honestly so deserving of every prize. There were some amazing podcasts out there that I just didn't know anything about. And I've actually subscribed to a few new ones. So yeah, definitely check that out if you're looking for some new podcasts, but don't go dessert in Hustle Like Hannah. But yeah, and then we had a little Zoom after party and that was good because I got to connect with the actual people behind the podcasts and just make some new connections, tell people about my podcast and we've gained a few new listeners along the way thanks to that. So yeah, I didn't win any awards sadly, but you know, there's always next year. So yeah, it was a good night and it's really kind of motivated me to just keep giving you guys the content that hopefully you enjoy listening to every week. So without further ado, allow me to introduce you to this week's guest. So on today's show, I'm joined by Brianna Parks from Brianna Parks Photography. Having always been a creative person and a lover of being behind the lens, Brianna's relationship with photography started purely as a hobby and unfortunately she had to put it on the back burner for a number of years due to life getting pretty hectic. But after she got married she stumbled onto photography again and realised there was a market for photography businesses. With the support of her husband and after putting together a portfolio, Brianna's wedding photography business took off. It has since transformed into an elopement photography business and Brianna even mentors others to help them turn their passion for photography into their own business. And not to mention the fact she's still at home in Idaho studying full time at college. So it sounds like she's got a lot to tell us. So let's bring her in. Hi, Brianna. How are you doing? Hi, Hannah. I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you. Whereabouts are you joining us from today? So I'm actually living in Idaho at the moment. So I'm in a little town called Rexburg. We get lots of snow. <laughs> oh, nice. We only get it in the uh, in the midst of winters, although we do occasionally get it in when we're supposed to have spring. So yes. our seasons don't really make sense. <laughs> so do ours. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so obviously I have given the listeners a brief introduction about you and your business. But obviously, you know yourself and your story better than I do. So why don't you just tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself and a little bit about your hobby to business journey? 
Yeah. So you summed it up pretty well. So I'm Brianna. I'm 21 years old and I'm actually originally from California, but I'm currently attending school in Idaho. Um, I started my photography business around my freshman, sophomore year of college after I had just gotten married, actually. And I had always been interested in photography, but never in a million years did I think that I would be able to turn this into a business. So when I got married, my husband and I had around $600 in Target gift cards from our wedding. And I somehow convinced my poor, sweet husband to spend all of that money on a camera so I could get back into photography and try to make this a business. And so here we are almost three years later, I'm currently still in school and my business is based out of California. So I do a ton of traveling on the weekends and then come back and just go back to my full-time life as a college student. And that's about it. (laughs) Wow. That sounds like you've got a quite the busy schedule on your hands then. Yes, I do. Busy all the time. Wow. So thinking about when you started photography, did this start as a hobby when you actually went to college or has it been something that you've done from like say childhood? So there wasn't really a moment where I figured out that I loved photography. I kind of, I'm not sure if you did this with your friends, but my best friend and I would always get dressed up in middle school and we would go out and take pictures and then post them on Facebook. (laughs) um, It kind of started then when I would do photo shoots with my best friend and I I loved taking the pictures, but I loved editing them the most. That was my favorite part. Mm. And when my sister got a camera and when I was in high school, I kind of stole her camera and would go out and shoot pictures. And then, like you said, in the introduction, I kind of put it on the back burner until I was in college again and figured I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. So I was going to give photography another shot. Yeah. So are you doing photography at college then or are you studying something else? Yes. So I go to college full time. I only have a couple semesters left. So I do photography basically full time as well. So I shoot on the week, almost every single weekend Mm -hmm. and then running a business is basically a full-time job. So I'm constantly on my computer doing my homework at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Well, at least you'll be uh, improving your multitasking skills, right? (laughs) So what was the actual thing that triggered you to turn the photography into a business or was it kind of something that once you found that passion for it you thought this is what I want to do in life? Yeah so I think the turning moment was when I was a freshman I was majoring in human biology. Um, I had actually gotten my medical assisting license in high school so I was a thousand percent convinced that I was going to be a doctor I completed my first year as a biology major and I realized just how miserable I was. I absolutely hated my major. I was so depressed thinking about what I was going to do after school. And I would think about having to work a nine to five and just break down at the idea of it. So I decided, you know what, let's get back into photography. We'll give it a shot. You know, what's the worst that can happen? Mm, Yeah, definitely. So flip side of that, was there anything that was making you a bit hesitant to actually give the photography as a business ago or did you just decide to like you say give it a go and hope for the best oh a thousand percent there was stuff holding me back I think money was the biggest problem um like I said we had just gotten married and I was 19 and my husband was 20 so we had no money in the bank account I was also really scared of failing I didn't want to spend all of my money and fail and then this one's kind of silly but I had a really big fear of judgment from other people because I I had gotten my medical assisting license and everyone kind of knew that I wanted to go into the medical field and I didn't want people to think 
that I was just throwing my life away for some silly hobby. So that that was very terrifying. Yeah, I can relate to you on that last point because when I finished university, I set up my own business, but obviously businesses in the early days, they don't make a lot of money. So obviously I had to work another job on the side as like an income. So I just worked down at the local pub near where I live and even just working there, like people would come up to me and I'd mention the fact we'd be in conversation and I'd mention the fact I was at university or I'd been to university, sorry. And they would turn around and be like, so you went and got a degree and now you work in a pub or so you went and got a degree and now you just teach people to dance. It's like, well, that's a bit rude, (laughs) (laughs) but I get what you mean. Like people can be so judgmental, even without meaning to be just, they, they can be sometimes. Yeah. And it's so silly because I feel like a lot of business owners are always talking about how you shouldn't be scared of what other people think of you. And I tell people that all the time, but I'm still scared of what people think of me even today, but it's just something that you have to work on personally. Yeah. I think that's just part of the, uh, the human nature really is there's that element of not wanting to be judged negatively by people. Yeah. You want to be seen as successful for sure. Yeah, definitely. So obviously because photography started off as your hobby and you've now turned it into a business do you still partake in photography just for pleasure or have you picked up any new hobbies I mean I don't feel like you've probably got much time for hobbies yeah (laughs) being at school and working and traveling for work but like how do you spend your downtime if you have any so if I do have downtime um I still like doing photography on the side so to help me because at the end of the day, photography is something that I love to do, but it's my job. Mm. So in order to keep that creative aspect, I like to plan my own shoots. Something I really, really love doing is hiking. So I'll lo- I love to hike and plan my own shoots in these super cool, like secretive locations. Mm. That's something I love to do. Um, basically anything outdoors. I try to be outdoors as much as I can. Um, I love exercising. That really helps kind of clear my head, especially on busy days. So mm. yeah, those are just a few things I like to do. Cool. So thinking about, you know, the moment that you decided to go for it and start your photography as a business and to the very point you are at right now, what would you say has been your biggest success and or the thing that you're most proud of? Ooh, that's a good question. I would say my biggest success has probably been completely revamping my business into only shooting elopements because I was established as a big wedding photographer for about two and a half years in Idaho. Mm. And I decided I wanted to dip into the elopement space. And I knew that Idaho wasn't a good place for elopements. People here are just really traditional and really value families. So they have really big weddings. Mm. So I decided to completely switch up my marketing strategy and basically just start over and establish myself as an elopement photographer in California. So it was a really big change, but it's been a really good change for the better. So that's probably my biggest success. Amazing. So do you still do the wedding photography or is it sort of purely shifted over to the elopement now? So it's only elopements now. I think I have one more big wedding until I'm officially done with big weddings. Okay, so you are well and truly into the next the next chapter then. Yes, yeah. Cool. So obviously flip side of that, it isn't always things to shout about and the big wins to celebrate. There are a lot of hard times that come with 
owning a business. So what would you say has been either your biggest challenge or obstacle that you've had to overcome? Besides COVID, um, <laughs> my, <laughs> my first website actually got hacked. So I had to completely rebuild my website from scratch, get all of my articles back up on Google. So that was definitely really, really stressful. Um, I think also just shifting over to elopements has been really stressful just because I had never really shot elopements before. So completely switching up my marketing strategy to only target people who eloped was definitely a big adjustment for me. Yeah, definitely. I can't believe your uh, your website got hacked. That's awful. Oh my gosh. It was the worst. It was the worst experience, <laughs> but it's all good now. Well, that's good. That's the main thing. So obviously you briefly mentioned COVID and I think we can all agree that no matter where you are in the world, COVID has had quite an impact. So what kind of impact did it actually have? Well, I think I can guess this already, but what kind of impact did it have on your business? So it's actually kind of crazy because I officially started taking, well, my plan was to officially start taking a low man starting 2021. Mm. But when COVID hit, I noticed that all of my big weddings were canceled or postponed and that people were starting to elope. So instead of sw- waiting until 2021, I started officially like in March. I was like, okay, this is when I need to officially start transforming my business because I am literally losing so much money trying to book these big weddings that aren't going to happen for who knows how long. Mm. So COVID was a blessing in disguise, I think, for me because it pushed me to finally make that change. But I also lost a ton of money from it, obviously. Yeah, I was going to ask what the uh, sort of wedding situation was over there because obviously in the UK, when COVID hit us, it were, it put a limit on how many people you could have at weddings. So I think at one point it went down to like, you could have a maximum of, I don't know if it was 15 or 30 people yeah. at the wedding, including like the bride and groom and everything so obviously I didn't know if it had had a similar impact over there or not yeah definitely I think we I don't know about my I can't remember what my state was I know at one time I think it was only 10 people that included the bride and groom and the Mm. vendors Mm. so I mean it was there was no one no one that could go yeah it's it's such a shame isn't it as well because it's supposed to be such a such a happy day celebrating with everybody and yeah nightmare so now that you've shared with us your biggest success and the obstacles that you've had to overcome during your time that your business has been up and running what would you say are some advantages and disadvantages firstly of being your own boss but also of being your own boss in a creative industry yes so the biggest pro I think for me is flexibility and freedom I kind of talked earlier about how I didn't want to have that nine to five schedule, that super strict, rigid routine. So I love being able to create my own schedule and just do whatever I want. You know, I love being in control of my own destiny. I think for being a creative, like owning a creative business, I think I just love having the freedom to be creative and to try out new things and not have you know, judgment from myself because it's for me. And I, you know, I just love having the creative freedom to express myself, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. So would you say there's any drawbacks of being your own boss and being your own boss in a creative industry? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Um, I think going into it, I didn't realize how much of a time commitment it would be. I am working 
hours on end every single day. And it's so rewarding to see your work pay off, but it's also taken time away from my family. And I think another con of being a creative, you know, entrepreneur is sometimes that creativity gets lost because it is your job. So when it turns into your job, you're not getting that creative fulfillment that you once were. Hmm. And I think elopements have really helped me with that because in traditional weddings, you know, every single wedding felt the same after a while. Hmm. And I was just doing the same poses over and over again. But I think elopements have really helped me to have that creative aspect back into my job. Yeah, because I imagine that each one sort of has its own unique characteristics. Yes, for sure. Yeah, definitely. So now I'm going to ask you to pop your advice cap on. So for anybody who is listening and has either just entered the world of self-employment or is sitting there thinking, well, I have this creative hobby or interest and I think I could make money from this. So I want to set this up as a business or even just a side hustle. What would you say are your three top tips? Okay, so my top tips, I would say do it, but do your research first. Have a marketing strategy and know your why. And don't go into thinking it's going to go smoothly the whole time because it's not, but it's rewarding when it does. I'm not going to say before you start your business, have a concrete plan, but kind of have an idea of what you want to do. You know, get your finances in line, which is something I wish I would have done when I first started. Um, make sure you have a marketing strategy that you know will work and don't put all your eggs in one basket. For example, I know a lot of photographers really rely on Instagram, but if Instagram got taken away tomorrow, what else would you have to back you up? And then lastly, I would say just to know your why, you know, know why you're doing this. People don't buy your product. They buy why you're selling your product. They buy into you, not your product. So yeah, do it. I mean, it's worth it, but just know that it's not going to go smoothly the entire time. Perfect. Thank you. And before we start to wrap this up completely, I am going to pop you behind the driver's seat once more. And this is your opportunity to just have a bit of a shameless plug. So, you know, tell people where they can find you, if you've got any offers on, what social medias you're on, just basically where people can find you and anything you want to brag about. Now's your time. So take it away. Okay, so you can find me on my website at briannaparksphoto.com. And then I am on basically all social media platforms at Brianna Parks Photography. Um, I also offer mentor sessions for photographers. I don't have that on my website right now, but I do have a highlight on my Instagram stories if you want to check that out. Um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> cool. So just to clarify the mentoring, is that available like online or is that an in-person thing? Yes. Yeah, so I have both in-person and online, so I can do Zoom sessions. And then I also have an in-person mentorship where I will put a shoot together and I will go with the photographer and just kind of show them how I shoot, tips for shooting. And then we can grab lunch and talk about your business and everything you want to know when it comes to behind the scenes work. Perfect. So there you go. For those of you in the U.S. and those of you outside of the U.S., there, there is something for all of you. So for anybody who's wanting to get in touch with Brianna or just check out her work, I have listed all the relevant links in the episode description. So it's super easy to find. So before we finally say goodbye, obviously it's Monday morning. We want to leave the listeners feeling nice and motivated for the week ahead. So why don't you just give us sort of your 
last golden nugget of advice or you know your favorite quote just something to leave the listeners feeling motivated oh my goodness let me think yeah so I just want to repeat what I said previously and just go for it honestly the only person holding you back is yourself so don't listen to what other people say and just go for it just start your business but make sure you have a plan first Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming and chatting with me today, Brianna. I hope you enjoyed it. Yes, I did. Thanks for having me on. No problem. I will leave you to get on with the rest of your day and good luck with your photography business. Perfect. Thank you so much. Once again, thank you to Brianna Parks from Brianna Parks Photography for coming and chatting with me today. And thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope it's given you that little dose of motivation that you need on a Monday morning. Don't forget, if you want to appear as a guest on my show, I'm still taking bookings and I'm still doing recordings. So just drop me an email to hustlelikehannahpodcast at gmail.com containing your name, your business name, what your initial creative hobby or interest was and how you've transformed that into your business. If you're on Facebook and Instagram, drop me a like or a follow at Hustle Like Hannah Podcast. And on there, you can stay up to date with all the information about my guests, anything that goes on behind the scenes. And you can even get involved with little Q&As that I do from time to time. If you want to find out more about my business, just go to www.hannadanieldance.co.uk or search for Hannah Daniel Dance on any social media platform. And finally, wherever you're listening to this, don't forget to please rate and review the podcast. And that just helps us kind of spread the word and connect with more creative entrepreneurs and people looking for a little bit of Monday morning motivation. And don't forget, you can also subscribe to the podcast. And that means that you'll get notified every Monday morning when an episode comes out. So you won't forget to tune in. Now, all that's left for me to say is go and smash your Monday, stay creative and keep on hustling. See you next week, everyone.